0: Hi, Megan. Hi, Ellie. How are you doing? Great. It's so good to hear your voice. Right back at you, girl. Right back
1: at you. Awesome. So I'm going to welcome you to our wonderful podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Joyce Score podcast, offering tips in health, fitness, and mindfulness for your personal journey. I'm Ellie Lund. I will be your host. And today, we are delighted to have the Megan Traver Megan um, has earned her Bachelor of Science in Psychology, a master's degree in secondary education. As a principal, Megan is known for leading underperforming schools to transformational change. She is currently writing a book titled State of the School, which she hopes will help leaders to achieve transformational changes they dream of. Megan has worked as an event coordinator, an international trip leader. She is a lover of life and a master of joy. Welcome to Megan Traver. It's so great to have you, Megan. <laughs> Thank you so much, Ellie. Yeah. So today we're talking about joy, and that's something that you specialize in. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your view of joy? Yes. Um,
0: I, I love joy. <laughs> I love talking <laughs> about joy and thinking about joy and nurturing joy. Um, I'm a joy addict. Um, You know, I I just, it's, it's weird. I kind of, ever since I was little, I found the really sweet, the sweetness Mm. in the most ordinary things. And I kind of knew that that made me different, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I just always felt like every minute was so sacred and I don't know why or how I felt like that, but I felt like that from a very, very young age. Mm -hmm. So um, I've been working on this for a long time. I'm, um always working to be better at being joyful but um mm-hmm. it's something i believe that's very important to a fulfilling life for me mm-hmm. uh so I, I love just being a part of it and doing more of it mhm
1: and you talked earlier about having it be a practice can you tell me a little bit about that you're like joy is a practice you got to work for it
0: oh i i completely believe this i and it's interesting cuz being a joyful person i think sometimes people think oh, nothing bad has ever happened to this person or they're just naturally like that. And, you know, I did say from an early age, I've been like this, um, but I do feel like it's a practice. It's something that um, I nurture and I practice like a workout. So some people like they work out every day. This is like a joy workout for me. So I just, Mm -hmm. and I think the more I do it, the better I get. And I think that, um, I think that everybody can do it or most Mm -hmm. people can do it, right? Mm -hmm. When they're, when they work for it but it's something you can nurture and foster you need to grow it like a plant it's just it's mm. something you you invest in
1: mm-hmm. um and
0: then it's funny cuz it's exponential the more you do it the more you the more you find it
1: mhm can you tell me a little bit like can you give me a picture or an image of how you do it specifically? Like, how how is it that you work out for joy or nurture it like you do a plant? What does that look like to you?
0: Yeah, I think, thank you for asking. I think the most critical thing uh, mm-hmm. for me is starting first thing in the morning when mm-hmm. I wake up. And I, I think it just, it, it I, I've heard of people who meditate in, in mm-hmm. the beginning of the day, and I don't actually do this as a meditation. This mm-hmm. is really more of a, just a wake up and be mindful kind of thing. Um, So but I wake up, I open my eyes. And just the minute I open my eyes, I start thinking about all I'm grateful for. And I start with all of the senses of what's happening in the room at the moment. And Mm -hmm. I I think I don't know if it sounds redundant. I, I just but it's so beautiful every single time I do it. And it just becomes such a natural habit. So I wake up and I I feel the warmth and coziness of my bed. I see mm. the light coming through the window. Mm-hmm. Or if it's cloudy, I appreciate like, oh, it's kind of a rainy day. How beautiful is that? Um, mm. I have my beautiful dog sleeping next to me, and they're just cozy and lovely too. And I just think, oh, I'm so lucky to be here. And, you know, it's and, and not every day is perfect, right? But I think you just start this day of, of really feeling like, all these things to be grateful for so that's kind of my practice of starting my day and I Uh have this I I really believe that it just sets the tone for the rest of the day like Mm. I never and I think people say oh I'm a morning person or I'm not I think that's a choice to be Mm. honest and a practice Mm. and this is my practice I choose and I'm not a like oh I wake up early kind of person at all I love sleeping so (laughs) (laughs) just being honest like I'm like oh you know people are morning people I was like yeah I don't, I, I don't know if I would say I was a morning person but whenever I right. wake up and you know that's the time I say okay here we go and like wow how lucky to be on this earth and have a body and a mind and all these just my dogs and my life and a roof over my head and food in my refrigerator just yeah. I'm just really really grateful and I think that I just start every day like that and like I said I think it really sets the tone
1: Right. It's almost like um, it's a relationship between joy and gratitude or being grateful that I'm hearing happen, Yes, you know, because you're, you're being grateful for the things that you have and that you see on the outside. There's this element of presence that I feel too, that you're talking about when you talk about the senses and really in tuning to your senses and looking out and observing the environment and seeing what's around you. But there's, there's Definitely what I'm hearing is like this really hardcore um, loving uh, gratefulness that's coming out when things that are around you that you're grateful for.
0: Yes. Joy and gratitude are inexplicably intertwined. They mm-hmm. are just absolutely reliant on one another. So I think, and I, it's just a great thing. I think it, what's nice is it, it can give people a starting point for how to get to joy is practice Mm. gratitude and you will get to, you will get to joy. Oh, my dogs are barking. (laughs) Exciting. Uh, So yeah, that's that's part of my joyfulness.
1: (laughs) Yes, absolutely. That's great. Wow. Okay. So that's the, that's the portal, right? The The door is through gratitude. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Um, now that your dogs are there, let's talk about your dog.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, they are out. Oh, my gosh. So I think dogs are a great portal. You talk about portals to joy. I think they are amazing at being in the moment and being present. Mm-hmm. They don't seem to worry about what's happened. They don't seem to worry about the future. I think humans have really complicated minds, and we... You know, we can complicate things, and dogs are really pure. All you need to do is go on a walk with a dog, and yes, yeah, you'll you'll see what being in the moment is about, and they're, they're purely joyful. They're purely joyful all just so much of the time. They're just, they're such a good role model for us, you know, like totally. just, just to uncomplicate things, and I'm not saying there aren't complicating things in life to deal with. Mm-hmm. There are, but I think mm-hmm. if you can latch on to these moments, you can... You can really find moments of joy in your day and in your life.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell us a little bit about Toby and how <laughs> joyful he made you?
0: Oh, Toby made me very joyful. And Toby was Toby was a bit of a complicated character, but man,
1: he just
0: loved every moment to the fullest. I think one of his characteristics, I, I listed, you know, when he he passed away in March, and I listed his characteristics that I loved so much. And Mm -hmm. one of the characteristics was that he leaned into love.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yes, And he,
0: I mean, he physically and emotionally, like, leaned into love. He would just be like, Mm -hmm. oh, I just want to be all in love with you. So it was just like love fest. And I'm just, oh, I I learned so much from him. And it's so weird to say, right? Because he's a dog. But I just, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, it's just like, oh, you go to school and you learn from all these people and, like. Yeah. one of the, you know, beings I've learned most from are my dogs. They yes. taught they me how to love and be in the moment. I think that's why we connect so much to dogs sometimes.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, you also talked a little bit about, well, you said that Toby had passed away. Tell me a little bit about how can you find joy in those moments of grief? You know, how can you Latch on to it so that you can get out of the grief.
0: Yes. Well, grief is, uh, whew, it's its own beast, really. Um, it, it's just kind of, it has a mind of its own in a lot of ways. And I think it's really important to not try to cover up the grief or r- rush your way through it. You you kind of just have to go through it. Mm. Um, and I think... I just want to, I want to convey right now that I I acknowledge that there's a lot of grief right now in the world in general, and this is not a particularly easy time to latch onto and nurture joy. And I just, I want to acknowledge that because if people are like, God, it's hard to find joy right now. Yeah. Like it is hard to find joy. And that's what it felt like when I lost Toby. Uh, You know, and at the beginning of this global pandemic, it's just you know, it's 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 the real deal. It's it's really hard stuff. So um, I think it was just about getting to a point where I decided, and I think that's kind of the key part. There was I knew there was choice, and I and it took a while. It just it didn't come fast, but eventually I thought. You know, I can't just go down with the ship here. You know, I've got to latch mm-hmm. on to some joy. And that there was joy around. And I i knew I needed to choose joy. I knew I needed to go find it. I needed hmm. to go look for it. I needed to be sort of proactive. Uh, because if not, I was going to go under. I just, you know, and I could have just, you know, been dark and dark for, a, you know, ever, really. Mm-hmm. And I just, and it, I just, I, again, I just want to acknowledge for people listening that that's, it's not like the easiest thing to always do. Um, and so it's hard. And that's why I think what's important is the more you practice it, the more you have access to it. I think mm-hmm. it's like, if you don't work out for a couple of weeks, you don't lose all of your strength and energy, you know, if you, like you get it. So if you, like, if you're working on it and then you lose it for a little bit, you can get it back faster than if you never had worked
1: on it. Right. And, and there's a, this really like core truth that you're holding for me that I'm hearing you say is that you need to latch on to it. You need to recognize it, recognize it in your past, a, a moment where you felt joyful and mm. then go back to it and, and figure out, well, what was it that made you joyful at that point? Because that's going to be something that you, that is concrete that you can hold on to, right? Yes. Yes, otherwise you're just walking through darkness and it's hard to, it's hard to get out of that hole. It is
0: hard to get out of that hole. And um, I, Pink has, I don't know if you listen to Pink, but she has this great song called I Am Here. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just, I'm here. And it's just so about like, um, it, it's like the grief is here, but I am too. And it's about, I feel like latching on to that, that light yeah and being like i'm here i'm still alive and i think there's this piece that's like a part of you dies when someone you love dies you know it's totally yes you you kind of like ah and what's funny is i think they're fine they're probably in a much better place it's always the people left behind i i feel like have the toughest
1: in my mind i mean
0: what you know i'm not really sure how it all works but i do think that the people who are left here you know, on this earth, <laughs> yeah. I have, have the toughest job. And that's about mm. like, how do I move forward without this person or being that I loved so much? And I think that if, if we really, like, if we really thought about it, the people who, you know, had to leave us or the beings who had
1: to leave us would want
0: nothing more than for us to continue feeling joy and appreciate this life on earth. Cause we still have it.
1: Oh my gosh, it's such a powerful message. That is so powerful. And it's such um that actually I heard um something to that effect when my best friend died. I was at a wedding. And um, his name was Phil. And he literally died while I was at the wedding. And it was so hard. It was my um, husband's best friend's wedding. And I tried so bad not to cry. But because it was her wedding, I wanted to be happy for her. But I was faced with this really conflicting feelings like this flood that of tears and, and sorrow that was coming out that I just couldn't, it was just like, The dam was opening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, But there was this one of the guests who came up to me and she said, what would he want for you at this moment? What would he want you to feel at this moment? Mm -hmm. And it's exactly what you're saying. It's joy. it's, It's feeling who he was. And how he made me feel.
0: Yes. Walking yes.
1: that face forward, you know? Yes.
0: And it, it's not easy. I mean, you just, you you still have, it's, it's grieving and gratitude at the same time. And it's so, just uh, uh, an incredibly interesting and difficult and beautiful journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you're so grateful that you had that special person who made you, you know, <laughs> enjoy life in that way with them totally yeah yes. so it's like how can you carry that on and again that, that takes a minute you know I'm just gonna honor it. it takes a minute you don't just wake up the next day oh I'm so grateful no like, <laughs> that's that's not really how it works so that you know but yeah. I think it's about um deciding at a certain point uh when you want to be ready when you choose to be ready like okay like and and the, and the grieving still continues it 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 but I think what happens is the joy comes back.
1: Yes, it comes back. And it, for me, it came back stronger. It's so mm. weird. It's oh, lovely. I know. It's so weird because um, it came back stronger in the sense that um, I was incredibly humbled by this experience. Yes. And all of a sudden, everything became more real, more intense. Mm-hmm. Like The the finality of someone passing or my dog passing Bella, who this mm-hmm. everything after that one specific moment, all of a sudden became more real, the finality, the mortality of life, the um, I think it's almost like an existential kind of crisis that we face, like of our own mortality. And then, that it's in like infused with incredible joy because you realize, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna be here forever. This yes. is all gonna be like pretty done pretty quick. You know? Yep.
0: And I'm I'm always faced with I mean, and this is what was came like at a young age, and I was like, that's kind of a dark, weird feeling. But I was like, <laughs> I don't know how long I have, and I didn't have any weird, tragic thing, but you I ready? just I felt like every minute mattered. Like yes. I wanted to get the most out of every minute, and yes. I felt like if I focused on joy, and I yes. I think it's like so. <laughs> my big thing is I love every day of the week. I totally get the Fridays better. Fine, everybody, <laughs> I get it. I'll own it. But I yeah. just want to say that Monday is great too, because you make Monday great. Like you 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 make Monday great because Monday matters. And you look at Toby, you look at Bella, you look at yeah. your best friend who passed away. Yeah. They don't yeah. have any more Mondays. Yeah. And what what if this was your last day this Monday? And yeah. you decided to wake up grumpy and like, oh, Mondays, you know, I'm like, no, <laughs> no, Monday's fantastic. You better love the heck out of that Monday. So yes. I just, I, I just really try to. You know, it's, and again, I'm going to deal with the tough stuff. I do deal with the tough stuff. There's so much of it, but that's the part. Those are the things, there's a lot of it you can't control. So okay. it's, it's about what, can, what can you control and what can you not? And it's, it's, you, I, I own up to, you know, you can't control everything, though I would love to control everything. I would <laughs> make would the world a perfect place. I would make the world a perfect place <laughs> for everyone. Um, but no, I just, I think it's like, gosh, what you control is that month like this. It's like waking up in the morning. And you control that moment. It's probably one of the only moments in the day you control, <laughs> so right? I think I'm like, okay, this is my moment that I have control over. <laughs>
1: yes, it, that's it's... my favorite moment. The moment yes. I control over. Yes. yes.
0: And then the rest we'll tackle, right? We'll tackle right. the best we can.
1: Yeah, that's so wild. That is so true. I just heard someone tell me, you know, I can't control I can't control what's happening around me, but I can control how I react to it. Yes. And I was like, Oh my God, that's so awesome. Yes. So enlightening. Yeah. We're we're talking a lot about one choice, the choice of the perspective that you take on life, you know, to having a portal to joy, knowing what it feels like, what it felt like in your past. And if you haven't finding ways to feel it in the present right mm-hmm. and the connection between gratitude and joy and the juxtaposition between gratitude and grief now there's one thing that you talked about just before I recap you said something very important you're like oh I want to I just want to live in the moment like make every moment joyful mm-hmm. and in that moment I know you and it's not just about you you make joy for other people
0: oh yeah that's the best kind
1: (laughs) right oh
0: it's so yummy and delicious yes yes Yes. oh oh my gosh so I have a little story about this so one of my favorite thing I love okay so I love to cook for people I love Mm. so people translate that to like oh you love to cook and I was like no Like, I don't know if I love to, I don't know if I love to cook, but I love to cook for people I love because I just love this process of like creating something that I'm going to give someone that hopefully will bring them joy. Right. Or or it might not even be perfect or wonderful, but I think that they know how much I love I put into it. It's just this way of like. Of, of providing joy or, or the, the, at least the intention of providing joy that I think people can feel. And, oh, I love that so much. Um, so I had me, I've been working on my fried chicken recipe. So I've been working I, on, so for like 10 years, I've been working on my fried chicken recipe. It's gone through yeah. a lot of iterations Right. I have a new, new one that I've been really working on and practicing and I had my neighbors over and I just adore mm. them. So my neighbor oh. is 80 plus years old. So she Aww. is, she has been on the earth for a while and I oh, just, beautiful. I love, I love this woman. I love her. She's <laughs> just, Oh, I just want to be her when I grow up. Um, yeah. but, uh, so she lives across the street. So I, they came over and I've had many meals with her over the years. Mm. And so I said, Oh, you know, I'm going to make you my fried chicken. So I bring Aww. out the fried chicken. And she is, she must weigh like a bucko five at most. She is just a tiny Aww. little woman, right? So, uh, I, so, but she is just inhaling this fried chicken. <laughs> like i like, it's on her face and she's just, it's all over her hands. I've never even, like I said, I've had many meals with her. I've never seen her eat like this. Uh, It was not, uh, it was perfectly polite in case she listens to this, Um, but I just, like, she was, I just, but I saw her joyfully engaging with this food, and I was like, this just, oh my God, I can't even tell you what, I, I mean, oh my gosh, her joy of having this chicken, so she said so she stops, she realizes, you know, mm. we kind of notice her just totally devouring this chicken. I've never seen her, I've known her for 10 years. I've never seen her devour anything.
1: Oh my gosh, it's it,
0: making me so hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that wonderful? Um I so she's devouring chicken. and she stops and she looks up to me and she goes, This is the best fried chicken. I've ever had in my entire life and I'm like this is an 80 year old woman she has been on this earth she has had some fried chicken yes yes. and I just oh my god and I was like I gave her joy and I was so happy and I, I just was floating on that for days she actually called me today which is we're about four or five days later And told me again, she goes, so she told me this whole story about having fried chicken when she was younger and yeah. And just how it was all they could really afford to eat. So it didn't really, you know, she, you know, just. She kind of stopped having it. So, like, but I think there was this combination of being a little girl, you know, that memory. And oh my God, I was like, this is the greatest gift I could have had. So it was was weird. It wasn't about me eating the fried chicken, even though I enjoy the fried chicken. But the best part was seeing her be joyful and enjoying the chicken. And that moment in my backyard and the social distancing and. (laughs) But, yes, But still, like, having a beautiful moment because, you know, you have to latch on whenever and wherever you can to joy.
1: Absolutely. it Actually, that story brought me back to the days when, you know, my kids were little. And Gabby, Gabriella, my, my daughter, was um, just, I guess, three years old. And when they were little, Megan, we would have, like, these all-out parties. Like, I would plan for months for months to have this party like we would make the invitations we'd color them all we would send them and (laughs) we'd make all these kind of decorations we've had teepees in our house (laughs) we painted the teepees we built the teepees we had insect parties so we'd buy all kind of insects and christopher would make (laughs) the kids hold the insects it was pretty gross but and everybody (laughs) was dress up like butterflies and ladybugs or we'd have like you know the princess party and we'd would make a castle out of cardboard boxes and paint them all up and you know it creates these memories and i look back on my life and i'm like oh my gosh where did i get all this energy to do all this stuff <laughs> how you can know? we get can we just
0: put that in a bottle and keep it you know <laughs> for <laughs> our later years yes totally. yes i'm totally like
1: i just feel like it's it was a magical moment that lasted just seconds that we plan for. It's just like planning a wedding. You plan for mm, so long, and yeah. you have this magical moment that has um, a, a length to it, like in your memory. That has like this power in it, in your memory, that just brings you. I mean, it must change your biochemistry somehow. You know, oh, increases yes. dopamine, and all that good stuff. but oh, it yes. just has such a powerful, long-lasting. Something. I don't know what to call it. Something that you can hold on to when you're really, really down in the dumps.
0: Yeah, it's it's your portal. And I think it's just about remembering that your portal is there. It's mm-hmm. just remembering that it's there. And it might... um you know, Mm -hmm. be a little quiet for a little while when you're going through really tough stuff. Um, And it's, and I think, I think Mm. the key is finding it. And like, I mean, look what we were talking You're talking about teepees and insects and um, fried chicken. We're not talking about, (laughs) you know, we're not talking about first class to Paris. I mean, it's just, we're talking about the little (laughs) things. We're talking about the little things and they're everywhere so yes. I, I think it's about really like looking for those and finding them and giving it to others and uh, just nurturing it as much as possible on a daily basis, as much Absolutely. as possible. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. This was so awesome. <laughs> Yay! Oh, wait, can I say, can I say one more thing? You yes, some, please. One more thing. This is it. I just want to say, cause I think there's something that's. Uh, you know about me that I think is really can be really fun and an important part of joy, and it is about being playful. So I th- yes. when you were talking about Chris holding the insects, I was like, that's such a like right scary, crazy, exciting thing to do, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and I'm thinking about like it's about having fun and being playful and finding humor. It's like just having this mindset that's like. Life is an adventure where, where you, where you can make it an adventure. So I just, I remember when you told me like, how do you want me to describe you on the podcast? And I was like the most gorgeous, funniest, sexiest woman alive. And I laughed so hard as I was typing that (laughs) because I am none of those things, but I loved (laughs) like thinking about you laughing when you read it. (laughs) And I, I just, I think it's like any moment you can have fun and be joyful yeah. Just totally do it. Cause
1: gosh, how
0: fun. Like life's so serious already.
1: Like, no, it's so freaking just, serious. Some of there's bills and that. It's just,
0: you know, gosh, it's just there. And it really is so serious. And I'm not taking the serious parts lightly. I'm not making light of the serious parts, mm-hmm. but I'm finding light in all the rest that's around all the seriousness. Yeah, so it's just right. Does that make sense? I kind of get this visual. It like there's a totally makes Yeah. There's like chunk of serious stuff that we have to be <laughs> like, Oh, the bills and the, oh, all the stuff and the world and everything that's yeah. going on. And then you go, okay, everything where, where can I find it? Where are these like the joy, the thread of joy that you can mm. find
1: mm. within that. The thread of joy. And it's tied to creativity for me. It's tied to creativity. And while you were talking, I remember the dance. You know, we had to do these things for um, an education (laughs) where we have to, you know, share data, you know, with the assistant superintendent and a lot of people. Yes. And instead of having your typical PowerPoint. Yes. Right. Right. You just turned that world into a completely different. (laughs) You want to tell us about that?
0: Yes. State oh my
1: school. gosh. Oh, it's State a... of the school
0: people. <laughs> oh, so it started on accident. <laughs> this part about the dancing just started on accident. I've always found dancing joyful. I I um I refused to like fast dance until I was 18 at my prom. I remember um, the the guys who had asked me to the dance. I'd say yes, I'll go to the dance with you. Thank you so much, but I I won't be fast dancing. I just I and I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Look at, I I it's so embarrassing looking back on that story. Like oh my god, did they probably think oh you know what retract retract invitation? Um, but I just because I was I didn't I was so insecure and I just didn't mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't know how to let go. You know, mm-hmm. and I think. Oh man, there's something about that too. We could talk forever, but anyway, mm-hmm. for another time. But I think perfection can really um oh yeah, stif- perfection can stifle your joy, which is why I think you find creativity leads you to joy because creativity is about letting go. But um, yeah, so finally I was 18, I was at my prom and I was just like, you know what? <laughs> I just was like, I'm gonna dance. I don't know what happened, <laughs> but I was like, I'm gonna dance, and I just <laughs> Dance and dance and dance, and I had <laughs> the best time, and then I never stopped. So I just it was like that was it. I was, and then I felt like the whole rest of my life was about making up for all those years I didn't dance, right? You know, but all those years, I mean, like what five, but um, I just so so what happened was we were at the start of this big data presentation at school, and uh-huh. I play music always as people are coming in because I find that joyful. Yeah. And so a song I love just kind of happened to come on and just yeah. and made me feel. Really, and I felt so joyful and excited. Anyway, but a song I can't that came on that I love. Um, My sister was there to to support me at this meeting, and I just she just she and her kids and I always dance and you know play around Mm. to this song, and it came on, and then I just like pumped up the volume and went up and down the aisle, started dancing, (laughs) like, and I I don't now looking back, I'm like, oh my god, you know. (laughs) who does that anyway but I just like you know what it was I just felt it in the moment so I did it and then I thought oh and then just it was just from then on it was like how can we incorporate dance and then by the the final one I did at my my last school we had I believe it was something like 25 people participating voluntarily (laughs) in the dance underscore voluntarily oh totally I was like only if you want to and then you know we had just it was like this four-part dance and I you know and it was so funny because a a reporter from the LA Times saw the video of our wow, yeah and he said he was because I was thinking this is so cool what we're looking at data and doing all this cool stuff and he's like all I can think about was the dance of the start he's like who does that how does yeah. a whole how, how does a whole team of people decide we're going to dance together? You know, when you work yeah. in education or you work in anywhere, like so, it was just it was a really beautiful thing. So, I, again, it was just it it's just a, it's joyful and it's fun to foster joy.
1: It's so joyful, and it really for us because I experienced it it really just helped build teams it helped appreciate the other person and the way they dance Like mm. all of a sudden you say, oh I see how you're right dancing.
0: right we had and some superstar like, oh, dancers
1: we were like what <laughs> yes
0: it was so fun it was so awesome
1: that and it was wasn't so about magical. perfection
0: we had people oh, no. who, who weren't good dancers who were self-proclaimed like I'm not a good dancer but they had such a fun time and bless them for yes bless them for embracing joy in that way oh, absolutely gosh. yeah that was so awesome so yummy so delicious let's do more of it yes 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 <laughs> <laughs> that
1: sounds awesome <laughs> so oh my gosh well thank you so much for being a part of our podcast today i mean i think it was just like you know fireworks going off this is just like the best start for our podcast and Um, you're just so awesome and I appreciate you so much. Um, yeah. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. I'm grinning from, I'm
0: grinning from ear
1: to ear. Yeah.
0: The the more we talk about and invest in joy, the better off we're all going to be.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, I just want to leave our listeners with that today. And if you would like some more tips, please download our Score app and you'll be able to find some more tips and tools for your personal journey. Follow us on social media and we hope to see you soon or have another listen. Thank you so much, Megan. You're the best.
0: Hashtag get that joy. Let's do it.
1: it. (laughs) Bye.
0: Bye. Thanks, Ellie.
1: You're welcome.